Dear fellow Hong Kong citizens, it is not a particularly good time to write, as the atmosphere is depressing. The 2017 political reform package prescribed by the central government was eventually voted down in the Legislative Council as expected. However, no one expected the package could only command eight years' votes. Some pan-democratic supporters widely described the wide margin gained by the veto votes as a period victory, a victory won with so much tears and bruises all over. Most people in Hong Kong have enjoyed enough comic relief out of the saga, but after all the jokes, we all have to face the sad reality that no one has won at all. All stakeholders have sustained immense loss in one way or another. Both the central and the local government failed to command support from the majority of the Hong Kong society. We have voted down a false democracy, but we do not have any true democracies in hand, and not even a prospect of moving towards one. Political reform certainly is not the only problem we are facing now. The bitter battle reflects the stark reality of the huge rift between Beijing and Hong Kong. The tension over the past twenty months actually has got the two camps driving even further apart. The element of trust, basically non-existent between the government and the pro-democratic Hong Kong people. The tighter the central government applies her control, the stronger Hong Kong people will resent and react in a more extreme manner. The intervention, if not interference, from the central government is definitely contradictory to the policy of one country, two systems. Some years back, the central government could command a high degree of trust from Hong Kong people. The trust level was even higher than that of our trust towards the local government. Now it is no longer the case. The discontent towards the control and intervention from the central government has eroded all the trust people once have. The August thirty-first resolution of the National People's Congress has been a strict jacket. Over the electoral method, which do not allow any breathing space for real choice for Hong Kong people to pick their leaders, there's no promise for the next steps, and not to mention any roadmap leading us progressing towards the real universal suffrage. How can anyone of the right mind have the confidence to pocket it first? The umbrella movement was actually prompted by the excessive control of the central government and promoted by the inappropriate control of the local police. The umbrella movement managed to mobilize many more young people to the street. The quantity also brought fundamental changes to the quality. It did change the culture of social movement. The movement was started by the people's intense skepticism towards the government. Then gradually, the skepticism expands to a much wider context. The general attitude of "you cannot represent me" or says "no one can represent me" was bewildered among the young generations. There's no longer a main platform with the leaders of social movement. Students resent the leaders of umbrella movement, the series of withdrawal from the federation students, etc. Social movement now have become more pluralistic and divided. It is not an organized mass, but a hundred different groupings going in all directions. Many of them are getting more and more radical. While the central government may not wish to see a very strong organized mass of opposition, but it is crucial for the central government to be aware of the greater danger of a lot of disorganized mass of opposition. Which can be wild and subsequently a total loss of control. The more radical and extremist behaviors 
usually get the most limelight. Rome cannot be built in one day, but can be burned down to ashes within hours. The badly needed mutual trust, admittedly, is extremely difficult to rebuild. But if the central government may adamantly choose to deal with the situation in its usual high-handed manner, the backfire of the subsequent train reaction will be disastrous. We are now getting into the pro-political reform era. Some people say the government should put the political agenda aside and shift its focus to social and economic issues. I agree that economic developments as well as people's livelihood are important. But the government should not turn a blind eye to the political problems in Hong Kong, which has polarized the society and divided people into different camps. It is the responsibility of the government to bring people back together for the good of Hong Kong. It is necessary too for progress towards harmony and stability. If the government fail to rebuild the bridge between the central government and the people of Hong Kong, we'll be trapped in the current deadlock. Failing to move forward will not promise peace, as the tension will not be resolved. While the central government looks firmly to one country, people in Hong Kong will continue to fight for the two systems, or even trying to create a local system. Will there be a way out for Hong Kong? It depends on whether the central government may consider pursuing a policy or modification towards Hong Kong. If the core value of Hong Kong people are being respected. If higher degree of autonomy can be given, if true democracies can be promised, no Hong Konger could refuse to build a positive communication with Beijing. The consultation process of political reform need to be restarted in this or the next tenure of SAL government. It is important to establish an effective channel of communications between Beijing officials and Pan Democrats to close the wide gap. And look for a win-win solution. I suggest that the Hong Kong government should establish a new platform, involve all stakeholders, like politicians, local and central government officials, to set up a positive scene for a well-supported political reform. But not just leave it to stuck in the current stalemate. It's time for Hong Kong to move forward. All of us need to put our discourse aside so as to move on. I'm willing to pay my effort. And give my support. Are you ready to do the same? I'm looking forward to your positive response and your earliest convenience. We got very fond.